All right, for this Friday episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, I'm gonna talk about artificial intelligence, but I'm not necessarily gonna talk about it in a marketing context, at least how to use it in a marketing context. I'm gonna talk beyond marketing about what I see as a market trend. I'm also going to talk about it in the context a little bit about investing, but the big message that I wanna share with you today, what I've laid out as the title of today's episode is that we don't need artificial intelligence and here's what we need instead. And we'll get to that before the end of the episode. But I wanna start with the hype cycle. I wanna start with the hype cycle of artificial intelligence because it's really important to notice that this is what's going on. So uh, this happens over and over again in bull markets, in manias, that people start to buy not based on any rational thing, but because the item itself becomes a trigger. So you go all the way back to Dutch tulip mania. People were not buying based on the value of tulips. People were buying because tulips were all the rage and, and they thought that somebody else would be willing to pay them more later, right? And the same thing happens with all sorts of stocks. Somebody buys not because the underlying company is actually a value greater than what the stock is priced at today or has the potential to have a greater value than what the stock is priced at today, but because they think that the price is going to go up in the future and they can sell it to somebody else. And that's that's kind of the essence of a market mania. And they tend to follow very specific things. So when I got started in financial marketing, it was in the middle of this, this mania around gold and precious metals investments. And I happened to work for a gold and precious metals uh, focused investment publisher, you know, they were hiring at the time, right? And it was really easy to sell because you just had to talk about gold and people would buy, right? And more recently, we've seen that go on with like meme stocks. We've seen that go on with cryptos and NFTs and blockchain and all that. We've seen it go on over and over again. And arguably this year in 2023, and I'm recording this uh, for publication on September 15th, 2023. Arguably, this year we've seen this massive hype cycle around artificial intelligence that largely kicked off with the launch of ChatGPT. ChatGPT came out late in, in last year, 2022, and it put artificial intelligence on the forefront of, of everybody's minds. It put artificial intelligence in all the media. It created this, this complete uh, uh, mania around artificial intelligence. And just this week, I saw a conversation among financial copywriters where they were talking about how basically drop artificial intelligence in your promo somewhere and it will sell more. And so, all that you have to do, like it doesn't even have to be a core element of your service. You just talk about it in in um, in relationship to whatever it is that you're selling, and you're going to sell more of whatever your product or service is, right? And so you know it's a mania when all you have to do is is talk about it. The same thing, like it's the exact same thing as the dot com boom. Companies were getting just insane valuations just because they had a website. Right? And today that sounds ridiculous because it was, but in the middle of it, nobody recognized that it was ridiculous. It felt like the internet was this brand new revolution that was going to change everything, and it did. But in the moment, that hype around it was creating um, just insane levels of, of um, 
dreams that didn't match up to the current reality. And I don't know how to call the top of a market mania, um, but oftentimes what you see at the end of a cycle is something like I just described. Basically, if you talk about artificial intelligence in your promotion, people will buy. I just got an email right before recording this episode of somebody saying, hey, we have an artificial intelligence product and we're looking for an audience to promote it to. And uh, for everybody that gets on the, the webinar, you know, get 100 people on the webinar and 44% of them are buying. Ah, that sounds like a mania, right? I don't know what's going to be the end of the cycle. This past week, one of the big AI stocks went down like 12%. Now, it was one that was hyped from the beginning and has gone down pretty consistently through time. But hello, like the bottom starts falling out of these things and it's lookout below. And so artificial intelligence, whether the long-term potential is there or not, and we'll talk about that in a second here, does seem to be in the middle of or near the top of a huge hype cycle. Uh, what I'll say for the underlying technology is I do think it's more than a gimmick. I do think that it's more than a gimmick. So uh, the first thing that I want to talk about here is contextual AI. And that is artificial intelligence that's designed for a very specific application. And that application, uh, one great application, is artificial intelligence designed to help drivers drive more safely. They are called driver assist tools. There are also self-driving vehicles. And the whole self-driving aspect is a bit more contentious. Uh, there are certainly some self-driving vehicle accidents that, um, that have made big headlines, but the statistics say that the self-driving vehicles may actually be safer than human beings. And these driver assist tools, like staying in a lane, those can actually save your life. Now, we just got a car that has the, the uh, driver assist to stay in your lane. And like at first, when you start to drive this, it's like, why, why are you not letting me you know, merge or, or switch lanes or whatever? But when you think about it, one of the major causes of accidents at high speeds is people drifting between lanes, right? And if the car keeps you in the lanes, that could save lives. If the car helps you brake, that could save lives, right? And these driver assist tools that are contextual AI can help save lives. And uh, so when you apply artificial intelligence to situations where data can be gathered and there it's visual data being gathered and uh, analyzed for a predictable result, AI is pretty incredible and it's doing some pretty incredible things. The same thing for like advertising targeting, for um, advertising optimization that's going on right now. There's, um, there's medical imaging that's going on with AI that's just incredible. There's all these different contextual applications where they create an artificial intelligence algorithm that gets better as it goes through more and more cycles of processing the data. And that stuff is, is incredible and will create a ton of value in the world. AI can also be used for some uh, parlor tricks. So like in the last week, I talked about finding an SEO article that had just explicit misinformation about gluten-free diets. And it was, it was saying certain products were gluten-free when they weren't. And AI as a writing tool, ChatGPT, <laughs> among others, those large language models that just take in a bunch of, of data and output, uh, they take in a bunch of words and they output words, 
those largely are parlor tricks. Now, sometimes you can do some pretty cool parlor tricks, right? And sometimes it's pretty useful. But to have AI come up with 100 headlines or have AI come up with uh, an article about some generic topic or to have AI come up with, you know, all this different writing, largely right now, like, okay, some of it is, is really good and some of it is really useful. And in the hands of somebody who really understands what to do with that writing and can treat the AI like um, like a, a, a junior copywriter that needs a lot of handholding, AI writing tools can do some, some really cool things. And at the same time, um, they're dangerous when, when used unchecked, right? Um, now, in the long run, there is the potential that we're going to reach something that is called AGI, artificial general intelligence. And that's where the artificial intelligence algorithms are able to like do research and come up with their own ideas and show creativity and uh, be able to discern fact from fiction and um, all of that in a way that it's just not able to do right now. And, and basically, this is where artificial intelligence becomes smarter than us as human beings. And there is a quest for this. There's, you know, arguments about whether or not we'll ever reach it. I don't feel like any publicly accessible tools are there yet. Probably a long way. Um, in the long run, artificial intelligence could really change things in the same way that the Internet changed things. Right. Um, so I would say artificial intelligence is more than a gimmick, regardless of that hype cycle, right? Regardless of that hype cycle. But there's also some big downsides. Um, so if we look at intelligence, uh, the definition of intelligence is the ability to acquire and apply information. And this is bringing us back around to that we don't need artificial intelligence. Intelligence is the ability to acquire and apply information. And so you look at a large language model. Can you acquire language and apply it, right? And it can do sometimes a very interesting job of that. But now, what is intelligence versus what is wisdom? Intelligence is what it takes to build nuclear weapons. Wisdom is knowing not to use them. <laughs> Intelligence is what it takes to build nuclear weapons. You could have the most intelligent scientists coming up with bigger and bigger and bigger and more powerful and more destructive weapons, right? But it takes someone wise to say, ah, let's not do that. Let's not kill off the entire planet, right? <laughs> and just unchecked intelligence uh, can get pretty dangerous, right? Unchecked intelligence can get pretty dangerous. And so the downside of artificial intelligence is if we treat it like intelligence is the single best thing, the ability to acquire and apply information is the single best thing, right? Versus wisdom, which is being able to discern good from bad, right from wrong, right? Um, Long-term positive consequences versus short-term positive consequences that lead to long-term self-destruction, right? Um, 
And the downside of artificial intelligence is if we invest everything into artificial intelligence, if we become fully invested into, and I'm not talking about money, I'm talking about like emotionally invested, culturally invested into artificial intelligence without remembering that, um, that wisdom is essential. So we need more than artificial intelligence. And I wasn't the first person to come up with this, but not, not a lot of people are talking about artificial wisdom, right? Can we get computers that are more wise than the wisest human being versus more intelligent than the most intelligent human being. So it's not just knowing how to do things, it's knowing the right thing to do, right? And a great example of that right now where artificial intelligence is repeatedly falling down is this whole idea of hallucination. Like it takes in facts and it spits out things that are not factual, right? It takes in facts and it spits out things that are not factual. I'm sure it's being fed a bunch of stuff that's not factual to begin with too, which doesn't help, right? But when it is hallucinating things like coming up with a list of brands that are gluten-free, um, which was an example from my episode earlier this week, and that, that list is inaccurate. Um, that list contains brands that are both gluten-free and not gluten-free. Like that's, that's not knowing the right thing to do. Right. Um, and so like an application to investing, which is kind of where I was thinking about this this morning, artificial intelligence, there are algorithms being built to beat the market. Right? And I recently was talking about my, my magic wealth portfolio strategy, and I'll include a link in the description to that. Um, the most intelligent people in the world do not necessarily beat the market for the long run. Uh, for the long run, the, um, the, the record of beating the market is something like one in 20 professionals beat the market and the average individual investor underperforms the market by a significant margin. Um, and so if we're just matching the smartest people and Wall Street has all the money in the world, they hire the most talented mathematicians, most intelligent mathematicians and computer scientists in the world, right? And they've already been building these algorithms and using these algorithms for years, but they're not necessarily beating the market right now, right? And oftentimes what happens with these algorithms is they may provide a very temporary advantage, but then uh, their use becomes widespread enough that the advantage disappears, that the market adapts to them. and Oftentimes, this, this chasing of strategies to beat the market leads to underperformance in the long run. And the jury's still out on whether or not artificial intelligence investment algorithms will beat the market for the long run. But investing wisdom looks like Warren Buffett in 2008 saying, hey, uh, I believe that for the next 10 years um, that index investing is going to absolutely trounce hedge funds. And somebody took them up on that bet and they lost. They got their head handed to them. And um, by not trying to beat the market, your performance would have been better than by investing with a hedge fund uh, that charges you a very large sum of money uh, for underperforming the market, right? For the privilege of underperforming the market. And so what I was thinking about is, you know, maybe an artificial intelligence algorithm 
for investing would sell really well today, but an artificial wisdom algorithm for investing could be more of what you need, which right now you can't buy it, but you know, that algorithm doesn't have to be some crazy complex thing. It could be some really simple rules uh, for investing. And that's what my magic wealth portfolio was. Like I said, it's not available right now, but you can go to the website and sign up so that when more information comes out, when it's available again, uh, you you might be able to grab it at that point. Um, so what do you think? Uh, leave a comment with this episode. Let me know what you think. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you get more content like this. Most days I'm going to talk about marketing, business building, all of that. Uh, but this was more, you know, stepping back and more of a thoughtful episode. Um, I don't know. Let me know. <laughs> um, I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and I'll catch you again in the next episode. See you soon. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.